0: Well if you venture out in the cold this afternoon into this evening uh, you might want to swing by the Global Television Studios at 5325 Allard Way. Uh, That is where Global Edmonton's 18th annual Give Me Shelter Donation Drive continues this afternoon. You'll see um, some of your favorite TV personalities, your radio personalities there uh, taking your donations and the campaign supports Edmonton and Area Women's Shelters. Global Edmonton uh, Uh, is collecting gift cards, monetary donations to support women and children fleeing domestic violence. And as I mentioned, new numbers show the help is needed more than ever. Alberta women's shelters housed 6,233 people between April of 2020 and March of 2021. And mainly because of a lack of shelter space, they still had to turn away nearly 19,000 women and children. Those numbers are staggering. Jan Reimer is the executive director of the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters. Jan, welcome back to the show
1: thanks for having me and thanks for what you're doing with every shelter it's just such an amazing event that's taken place year after year you've reached out to your viewers and responded it's just been fabulous so
0: thank you for that oh you know what uh it's it's our pleasure and i can remember when uh you know linda Steele started it all those years ago over at global edmonton and uh it's it's been wonderful to see it um continue to grow unfortunately though I wish we didn't need it, right, Jan? I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. Now, we know that the numbers are down when it comes to, well, with the official numbers, let's put it that way, the, the official numbers and the phone calls for help have been down, but that does not mean that the situation in this province is getting better. The domestic violence rate in this province is what the highest in the country. Well, amongst the highest. I mean, what
1: happens in Alberta is we're somewhere in, if you dare call it, the top three or four. In terms of provinces with, um, you know, uh, reported domestic violence rates. We also know that the reports are the tip of the iceberg, mm-hmm. right? Many women don't report uh, their abuse, um, and it doesn't, they don't seek the help that potentially they may need. They don't come to a women's shelter. So this is just the ones we know about. So we know that it's a serious and urgent problem in Alberta.
0: When we talk about that number, 19,000 women and children, seniors being turned away because there's not enough space, that... That, to me, is is something that just, it, it breaks my heart, and it, it strikes a lot of fear into me because I wonder what happens to them, Jan. I wonder where they go. Did they have to go home or back to an unsafe home? That is terrifying.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we, when we get these requests it's really you know hard to know um, what happens sometimes we get the request and we never know what happens to them other times they connect with uh, our outreach programs where our members are able to support them in that way um, and other times they may go to other service providers and uh, get help there so it, and because women sometimes phone um, you know anonymously in mm-hmm. confidence they, we, it's very difficult to kind if, sometimes they don't even leave a callback number because it's not safe for them to do so. So it is a question that weighs heavily on anyone that has to answer those calls and doesn't have the capacity to respond to that request. You know, like when we when, when call and request admission, we have some 13605 of those requests we also know we have to ask also how well how many children that you want to mm-hmm. bring with you right because uh, the size of the bedroom our ability to accommodate family size also affects whether we have that capacity to bring them yeah. in there we know there's been some 5,300 children who would have come with mom had yeah. they
0: been admitted we know that uh, shelter space has been long in demand and I have um, been in uh, at least one of the uh, shelters in in the city um, as part of my my role as an honorary co-chair of um one of their one of the campaigns at the Lorena shelter we know that a lot of these these buildings though um run down there's some real challenges there what what is going on with with the space and not having enough room number one and and number two i mean i guess maybe getting you know enough money to fix some of these places up
1: yes no question that well some of our there was actually in alberta which compounded the problem is that uh um, uh the government of the day back when they started the um, the uh, uh, you know homelessness initiative decided they didn't want to fund emergency shelters anymore so there was for I think close to a decade very little money invested in maintenance upkeep uh, construction of shelters unlike other parts of the country so we did experience a, a lag in both you know support for maintenance as well as uh Uh, the Mm -hmm. need for construction because at that time Alberta was booming, you know, population was going exponentially more than any other province. But uh, in terms of, you know, the approach, um, we did not see that investment in women's shelters and we're paying the price today. Um, And some of our shelters are getting old. Some of them don't have a handicapped access Mm -hmm. even, you know, Um, so we really do want to I think the new um, national action plan and funding that would be put in place uh, from CMHC to build specifically women's shelters it's really been a positive step but it's going to take a number of years before you know we get that yeah. uh, modern stock in place
0: Jen Reimer joining me this afternoon COVID has impacted this situation in a number of different ways hasn't it
1: for sure like if you look at the messaging that came out um at the start of the pandemic um you know stay home stay safe (laughs) that played right into the hands of uh, those who are perpetrating abuse because isolation is one of the key tactics they cut women off from friends their family their work and if they're being told to stay home stay safe that exactly what the abusers want to do and so it really strikes the importance of getting messaging out there not solely for women in abusive relationships but i think the same thing happened in terms of the well-being of children in mm-hmm. need of uh, uh, child welfare supports and child abuse that you know, we need to figure out how to get be more sophisticated in our messaging so that those who are not safe know they have safe places to go um, that aren't going to put them at risk. And while we tried as a, a Albert House of Women's shelters, to get that message out, the shelters were open, they were ready to help. I mean, the amount of resources we have for that message paled in comparison yeah. to the overarching messaging that was coming out. Boy, and boy. when we started doing an analysis of the different waves of COVID, we certainly saw that. You know, as the um, you know the COVID wave crested, our calls plummeted, and okay. as um, the uh, COVID uh, restrictions relaxed and um, the cases went down, uh, women felt freer to call, and oh, wow. so and with each wave more and more women are calling again so we're getting back again to pre-pandemic levels uh but it was an, it was an interesting thing to kind of view and, and take uh, and take note of um so that messaging really needs to be there that if a thought-based you know women's shelters are there to help but also that if you don't really have to come to a shelter either to get help shelters yeah. are offering outreach and our outreach yeah. programs you know we saw those call that service goal um during the pandemic
0: Jan, before I let you go, um, you know we we're talking about uh, the 18th annual Give Me Shelter donation drive over at Global Edmonton, 5325 uh, Allard Way, on you know until about 7:30 this evening. What what does a donation drive like this do for um, for the system? What does it do for women and children who um, who, who who have to turn to um, a shelter in these times?
1: Well, I think the most important thing it does is that it shows them that the community is there for them, that there's members of the community that believe them, that know that uh, they need these services and they want to stand with them and support them in their healing journey. So I think that is just such an important message to give to women. I think, too, that, uh, you know, women have very little. I was talking to a shelter director um, last week who was saying, you know, you know women don't have sheets, they don't have pots mm-hmm. and pans, they don't have any of the basics even to get started again. Um, and uh, think about what it's like not to have uh, uh, money to buy your child a gift for Christmas.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so those people who are giving those gift cards to enable women to do that, that's
0: a really pretty special gift. Yeah, it sure is. Jan Reimer joining me this afternoon. Uh, Thanks for making time for me uh, and for the show, Jan. always appreciate our conversations. Thank you. And thank you for what you're doing. We really appreciate it. Take care. Jan Reimer is the Executive Director of the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters. Yes, the Give Me Shelter donation drive continues 5325 Allard Way. The front entrance at, at Global Edmonton, there is a donation box there. Gift cards of any denomination can be dropped off or mailed to global edmonton um, monetary donations can be made online at the give me shelter page um and 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 there's a, a really great matching campaign underway today as well i'll have more on that coming up